Welcome to the Ross Weekly, where we present to you the latest happenings and upcomings in the Ross community, paired with a brief dive into a Ross student and the Ross Club's background. I'm one of your hosts, Eugenia Collins, and with me I have Aileen Enright, and we're and we have an awesome classmate joining us today, Stephen uh, Gassier, here to talk about the Twigo Foundation and Salsa Dance Classes, hosted by the HBSA. Welcome, Stephen. Before we get started, we'll do a quick check-in in in, on some of our recent and upcoming events and happenings. I'll pass it to you on, Eileen. Hey everyone, this is Eileen and we have an exciting weekend coming up around campus in Ann Arbor. Um, first of all, the Asian American Business Association is happy to bring back a pop night on Thursday, March 31st at 8 p.m. at Necto. That'll be really fun. The Sanger Leadership Center, in partnership with the Ross Design Plus Business Club and MLEAD, invites you to attend the Story Lab Winter Showcase. Join us on March 22nd from 5 to 6.30 p.m. to support your fellow students as they tell powerful, authentic stories from the stage. Um, from Women Who Launch, How to Make Motivation Work for You, they are also hosting a workshop this week. Check that out. Um, and then please join the Ski and Snowboard Club for a weekend of onesies and the best parties at Ross, Mountain Fun, in, and the largest hot tub in the Midwest. Tickets will be $370 and include lodging, social events, three days of skiing, and more, with $65 off if you have an Icon Pass. Partners are welcome as always, and themes will be shared closer to the event. Also from HBSA in preparation for Latin Vibes Night on April 14th, please join us at Dance Revolution Studio for a private dance lesson on salsa, bachata, and merengue. And then finally, check out tomorrow's gymnastics meet at 4 p.m. at the Chrysler Center um, featuring Olympian Suni Lee. She will be visiting. All right, back to you, Eugenia. That's a lot happening and exciting. <laughs> now we would love to welcome our guest to the podcast. Before we dive into it though, Stephen, uh, we love hearing about the remarkable backgrounds of our fellow classmates. Could you share where you're from, your pre-Ross background and what you're involved in at Ross and what you're hoping to do after Ross? Yeah, absolutely. Well, first, uh, Eileen, Eugenia, thank you so much for having me on today. Very excited to uh, you know, be on here for the first time. Um, my name is Steven Garcia. Um, I'm originally from El Paso, Texas. Uh, I went to the University of Texas, El Paso out there. Uh, graduated um, in 2015 with my degree in finance. Um, as I was kind of thinking, you know, what I wanted to do with my career as an undergrad, I, I was always really interested in, in finance, specifically like the investment realm of finance and, and markets and understanding how to like create wealth of the market. So uh, my first, I guess, post undergraduate career was working for an investment firm out in uh, Phoenix, Arizona, um, as a fixed income trader. Um, you know, prior to Ross, did that for six years. Absolutely enjoyed it, um, but you know, I really kind of wanted to hone in on some of those um, softer leadership skills and kind of, um, I guess, broaden my industry expo experience. Uh, so decided to pivot. Um, you know, come to Ross, get my MBA, and, and uh, you know, still kind of figuring out what you know my career looks like after Ross. But it, it's you know. Um, going to be uh, joining Accenture for the summer in New York um, to do consulting, um, and then we'll, we'll figure it out after that. But um, yeah, again, re really, really excited to uh, be here today. So That's exciting that you're going to Accenture. Um, can you tell us more about your recruiting process? Uh, what did for consulting look like? 
Oh, you're trying to bring up very bad feelings again, uh, Eugenia. Um, the recruiting process is long and, and stressful, um, but very, very rewarding. Um, I, I feel like the first three weeks of, of you know, year one, you know, I, I would get home and there was not much to do. And then, you know, the fourth week hit and you get bombarded with coffee chats and, and networking opportunities and just info sessions. Um, but overall, like as I reflect on, on the recruiting process, very, very insightful. Um, I think a lot of students come into, you know, their MBA thinking like saying they want to do consulting or investment banking or whatever it is, but like not until you get into recruiting, you start getting some real, you know, meaningful insights behind the firm and, uh, you know, the people you'll be working with in the actual day to day. So from that standpoint, it was, it was really, really, you know, helpful just to understand what kind of role I was, I was um, getting myself into. So. Well, I did not need to bring back bad memories, but I do, <laughs> I do celebrating with you when you got the offer so there were some great memories as well <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, those uh those memories helped me you know forget the the, the previous uh, bad recruiting memories so thank you <laughs> great so that's my next question so what is the twigo foundation and why did you join it yeah, so the Twigo Foundation, uh, it's actually a, a really great organization that's aimed at, um, I guess, providing underrepresented minorities, um, I guess, with a professional network and professional uh, and employment opportunities in the field of finance and investing. Um, as you know, finance and I guess the investment realm of finance, they've you know, historically been uh, you know, really dominated by, you know, the white male demographic. And it's, it's pretty much an organization that's aimed at providing resources in the form of, again, you know, corporate sponsorships or just networking opportunities with, you know, very, very prestigious uh, finance firms to students of color who, who know they want to get into a, a finance related role. So. Yeah, I'm actually a Twigo fellow as well, along with Steven. So I'm super excited about this topic. Uh, and just the organization has really been key in mentoring um, underrepresented uh, minorities within finance and kind of like getting them ready for the role. Um, so Steven, I have a lot of things I can say that the Twigo Foundation has done for me, but before I dive into it, what value has it added to your MBA experience? Yeah, I think there's two, I mean, there's a bunch of benefits, but I think the two that really stick out is, is one, it, it's created uh, like another mini community for me, right? Like Eugenia, you're a Twigo fellow. There's uh, two other Twigo fellows here at Ross and just, you know, being able to have that smaller community of, of you know, other like-minded individuals, you know, with a similar, um, you know, I guess, cultural background and, and professional aspirations has been great. Um, so that that's one. The second is, you know, I, I was really shocked by the, the caliber of, of um, you know, um, I guess, corporate partnerships and firms that, you know, are tied to Twigo. Um, you know, I come from, you know, a kind of a smaller school or a school where there's not a lot of prestigious firms recruiting. And, you know, through Twigo, I've had the opportunity to kind of network with, you know, these very large prestigious finance firms that I don't think I would have had the opportunity to, I guess, interact with or network uh, with, you know, otherwise. So from a professional standpoint, it's just been great to, um, you know, build those relationships, you know, meet other individuals, you know, at, at you know, high levels of finance. So. Yeah, I can definitely agree with you and attest to it. Um, I remember when I joined the Twigo Foundation, I was super excited to um, network with my peers, to get to know the people around me. 
but I remember um, Twigo has this event to kind of like welcome incoming um, finalists before you actually become a fellow. And you get to listen to panels from different um, banks and organizations that are heavy influences in the finance industry. And I remember sitting through this event of different panels of people who looked like me and were killing it in finance. Um, and I got really excited. And I think Twigo was able to show me that um, you could be this person. And there's there there are not many of you, but you do have represented representation. And we're here to help you get there. Everyone is here to support you along your career journey. Um, one of the things that stood out for me, um, I was at a, I was listening to a panelist at, for a bank called Evercore because I'm, in, I was interested in investment banking, and this lady's like, um, this lady speaking on the panel, says she was, she, she she was a black lady. I'm I'm a black female as well, and um, she she said, you know what, when I'm when I when I'm working at Evercore and as a as a VP at Evercore, I really take it in heart to make sure that the other minorities at the farm feel hard. Um, and she said, um, when it comes to hair, because black black women, you know this, what I'm talking about. Like sometimes our hair is like it's it's kinky, it's curly, it's beautiful, but sometimes we we we're like overconscious about it because maybe it's not straight. And I remember her saying that she will come in with her natural hair, with her braids, with maybe um, like a weave on or something and just feel comfortable just to make sure the other black women at the farm feel they, they can come in as their authentic selves. And I think having those discussions at a finance conference, I was like, oh, wow, <laughs> like this is amazing to see people who look like me, who may maybe having the same thoughts that I have and being able to like communicate and talk to her. So I think Twigo does a really good job at showing you people who look like you in those positions and encouraging you to keep going and providing the mentorship that you need to go after your career goals within finance. Um, so Stephen, um, I'm super excited uh, to see what Twigo has in store for us, but I am excited to pass it on to Eileen to talk about the salsa dance lessons that are coming up. Thanks, Eugenia. And wow, it's been so cool to hear more about the Twiga Foundation with both of you. So thanks for sharing that. Um, but Stephen, switching gears here a little bit to another area of campus that you're involved with, can you give us a little bit of introduction to this event coming up? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I probably should have mentioned this in, in my intro, but um, I guess some of my involvement and I guess my main focus on involvement has really been uh, with the Hispanic Business Student Association, HBSA. Um, as an undergrad, I was always working and really wasn't involved with like on campus uh, like stuff. So when I got into Ross, I, I made it a point of emphasis for me to make sure that I was involved with HBSA as much as I could. So um, I'm actually the VP of member engagement. Um, so really what that boils down to is I get to kind of host and plan and organize some of the fun social events. Um, one of which is, is the one that you mentioned that we'll be hosting on April 1st, which is going to be a, a, a private group dance lesson uh, at a local a dance studio here in Ann Arbor, downtown Ann Arbor. It's, it's called um, Dance Revolution. Um, so we've kind of rented out the space for an hour and a half. Uh, one of their instructors is going to be teaching, spending that time teaching us three different, I guess, Latin dances. Um, salsa, bachata, and merengue. Um, hope, you know, it's open to, you know, 
all members, um, you know, there is a max, um, I guess they, they can hold a max of 50 people. Uh, so if you're listening now and you haven't signed up, please, please go. Um, Cause I can tell you that, you know, $10 if you're a non-member is, is a steal for an hour and a half of, of private group lessons. So, um, and, and we put all this together because a couple weeks after the lesson, um, you know, on April 14th, um, we're gonna be having a big Latin Vibes night at, at Necto. So similar to Diwali and, and Afrobeats, it's really just a social gathering event uh, to really celebrate uh, Latin customs, culture, dancing, and, and music. So, this sounds so fun. And can I just say, as someone who loves dancing but lacks a certain level of talent when it comes to dancing, I love that you made this accessible and are offering us. <laughs> and I think this very much fits the business school vibe of people who want to prepare before the main event. So I, I love that. Yeah, the, the good news is uh, the main event, April 14th, will be at Nectar, so there will be plenty of, of alcoholic beverages to get, you know, people loosened up and, and confident to hit the dance floor, so. Awesome. And I know we have a lot of um, prospective and admitted students listening to this who um, aren't familiar, so to get a visual, Necto is one of the more clubby bars in Ann Arbor. We have a lot of really fun events there, whether that's um, Risky Business, which is a uh, rock band within Ross or several just big party events. So um, that'll be really fun. So um, do you have any background, Stephen, in dance? I have no background in dance, but um, I, I I like to tell people that like, I feel like I was one of the few Latin men that was born with two left feet, but <laughs> um, I met a girl young in my, in my life and uh, she was a great dancer and kind of uh, motivated me to learn for her. And I kind of started picking up just a little bit uh, enough to feel confident to get out on the dance floor and dance. So, um, but no, no formal background, just kind of something I enjoy to do. So. So I guess with that in mind, what would you say to someone listening to this who was intrigued, but nervous about getting out there on the dance floor? Um, I, no, I mean, just do it, really. There's there's so much more benefit than just learning how to dance. Like, it just builds confidence in other areas of your life. Um, like, being able to put myself out of my comfort zone and, and kind of go to dance lessons and, you know, dance at, like, clubs, you know, has, has built the confidence to do dancing there, but, like, just built confidence, like, other areas of my life. Like, in the classroom, to just speak up at work, to, like, share my viewpoints. So, um, it, it can be a little nerve wracking and, and if it's not something you're used to, but there, there's like, you know, a multitude of, of benefits outside of just like, you know, physically learning how to dance to, you know, just putting yourself out there and, um, just giving it a try. So. Wow. I love that. Um, thanks for sharing that. And then one final question I had for you looking back on this first year at Ross so far with your involvement in HBSA, is there anything that you look back on as a highlight that you wanted to share with us? I'm so sorry, you're cutting off a little bit, Eileen, oh, to repeat that question. That. Um, looking back on your time this year as a board member on HBSA, were there any highlights that you could share with us? Um, yeah, I, I think, um, it, so one, you know, it, it's been kind of tough with, as it, as it has been with most of the groups kind of transitioning out of COVID. Um, but like the, the one highlight was towards like the end of, um, the end of fall B, we, we were all able to get together for the first time. Uh, NBA twos who, you know, were for first time here in Ann Arbor and, and, you know, incoming NBA ones. And we had a nice little, I guess, um, pre-holiday, uh, pre-holiday dinner with all of the, uh, the board members and the HBSA members. And it was nice to kind of get everyone together in the same room for the first time. Um, that's probably like been the highlight of, of my first year. So. 
That's fantastic. Well, thanks so much for sharing all of this with us, Stephen. And um, it's really wonderful to hear about all of the things you're involved with on campus. Really appreciate it. Eugenia, back over to you. Yeah, I'm super excited to, <laughs> to hear about this salsa dance lessons because honestly, like I am, I try. <laughs> I try. I'm really good at Afrobeats because I, I am African. I was born in Uganda. But when I start, when I get into salsa, Latin dancing, I'm, I, I need some help. So I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad these lessons are being offered. And I'm definitely going to be there. Uh, I'll be in Ann Arbor when it happens. So I'll, I'll be there. And I'm excited for that. That's perfect. I can't wait. Uh, I love it. It's going to be awesome. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much, Stephen, for joining us today. This has been another edition of the Ross Weekly, a showcase of the latest happenings and upcomings brought to you by Business Beyond Usual. Today's episode was produced by Eugenia Collins and Eileen Enright. Executive producers of BBU are Bob Needham, Christina Weiberg, and Eric Hoffenbeck. Thank you all for listening. And until next time, go blue. And this is Business Beyond Usual. <laughs>